0: Welcome everybody to another exciting edition of Race Tech Suspension FXR Racing Privateer Island Life Number Forty Nine. I uh, love to love these every each and every week. We try to dive in behind the scenes to uh, talk to the guys on Privateer Island and what they want to do to get off and how their year is going and what's new and everything else. Uh, Alex Ray, Weston Pike, getting off the island and becoming factory riders. So I uh, love to uh, talk to guys about uh, their situations and what is happening. So thanks again for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. FXR Racing. If you go and use the code PulpMX30 at FXRRacing.com, you can save 30% FXR designed by racers for racers. The attention to detail and quality that they strive to maintain comes back to a skilled team of designers product engineers and test riders who always push the brand to the next level to provide you with the best product possible uh, Jimmy Dakotas wears FXR you should be back soon uh, among other guys out there uh, Kyle Peters as well although he's under the knife also Race Tech suspension uh, X 18 is the code to save at Racetech.com personalized suspension setup for your uh, weight for your speed for your size whatever it is Racetech.com has got you handled the OEMs have a tough task of making an okay suspension setup for a wide range of riders race tech provides personalized suspension setups designed specifically for you and your type of riding thanks to race tech and race tech's got a big part of this guy's program that we're talking to today and uh, helping him out and everything else Uh, he just raced his first national uh, of his career and you may have saw him in arena cross as well kevin morans what's up kevin man how are you
1: i'm doing good how about you
0: i'm good thank you for doing this appreciate it no thank you all right, so you are from uh Kansas.
1: Yes. Will absolutely. Ha- Will
0: Hahn's territory. Yep. <laughs> uh did you grow up uh following the Hahn brothers?
1: Um yeah, a little bit, honestly, uh but I mean they by the time I got to the national level and yep. everything, they were already in the pros. Yep. So I didn't really grow up with them, but um, I grew up and I know like Benny Bloss and Austin Fortner real well because uh, we all raced the Most eight Series. Sure. But, yep. Um, other than that, you know, yeah, kind of that era. Um, dude, Bloss
0: killed it this past weekend. I don't know. Oh if he...
1: my goodness! <laughs> I was so pumped for him. I yeah. was so pumped.
0: Benji was awesome, man. Uh, came from the back oh, both yeah. motos. Uh, I'm I'm pumped. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. Good family and everything, you know. So uh, you're Kansas. He's Missouri, but you guys are all the same, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand there's what? Go ahead. Uh, I I was just going to say there's no tracks in Kansas, so we always had to travel to Missouri or Oklahoma or Nebraska just to ride. So they were always there, and that's kind of how we know them real well. And uh, Yeah, so I know the whole Fortner family and uh, the whole Bloss family is awesome as well.
0: That's that's awesome, yeah. uh, I don't understand the Kansas City, Kansas, and the Kansas City, Missouri, though, Kevin. I really don't understand that.
1: Yeah. It's, like, the same city, but the border's, like, in the middle of the city, I'm pretty yeah. sure, so... That's ridiculous. It's pretty much... It's the same thing.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, so you're privateer, like I said, privateer island, and from what I understand from Chris and the guys at Tech, is you are as privateer as it gets. You are living in the Race Tech suspension parking lot. Is this correct?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is actually correct. It was when we first... Because we did the arena cross. I did Wisconsin and South Carolina just to get my points, yep. and I actually... Did good, top ten in the AX class and everything. So I had a lot of people talk me into doing the full West Coast uh, yeah. to go for the Lights Championship, and uh, did really good in the West Coast. Uh, ended up with some podiums and was in title contention until Vegas, and just had some unfortunate luck with the bike. But uh, no, it's been really good. And then straight from there, yeah, because we had what a week and a half yeah. before outdoors. Yeah. So we went straight out to Race Tech. And literally just slept in the van for three nights in a row, and worked from sun up to sundown, getting suspension taken off, uh, having them redo it, um, and swapping motors, taking motors out and getting them swapped. From set everything was set up for arena cross, so we got it all set up for outdoors and ready to do 30 minute plus two motos. And uh, no, Racetech's been really awesome. Like it was. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we don't have anywhere to stay, so we're just kind of always in the van. But uh, they treated my me like family there, and uh, it was a blessing.
0: Yeah, that's that's hardcore, man. I like that. We talked to Alex Nagy earlier; he's living in his van, the same deal. I like it. It's it's gnarly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you better indoor or outdoor guy? What do you think? The first time I saw your name was in those arena cross results. I I never really heard you yeah. before, and I was like, oh wow, look, indoor guy, pretty good. But but you can ride outdoors too, obviously.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Hangtown was my first race, and there was some nerves just because, like, I'd never even been to a national outdoor to watch. You know what I mean? So like, everything was new because I mean, I'm from Kansas, so there's nothing within eight to ten hours of me for pro nationals. So we never went to go watch. You never drove. And, I mean, you ever drove
0: to Millville or anything as a family? You never. I,
1: I mean, I had. I went through public high school and everything, so I mean, I was always in school, and then for oh, the okay. summers. Uh, I always had weights for football and then just trying to do the regionals and national deal for Loretta. So, Uh I mean, we we never really had time. So it was completely new for me at Hangtown. Uh, So I was kind of stressed, not so much for the racing, but I was just worried about missing something or, like, just not getting up there in time and just the different stuff that yeah, you know yeah. change over from amateurs to national or to pros yeah um but no we ended up qualifying getting in and uh doing pretty good for the first race uh went 25 and got 25th in the first moto and then got in a pile up in the second moto and came back to 29th uh i think for like 30th overall so it was a good base but uh it's something to build off of for sure
0: were you in that pile up of McArath and everything in the first turn
1: uh, in the second moto, I'm not sure, but okay. there was like three guys that just went completely the wrong direction right in front of me. <laughs>
0: um, hey, so like you said, you had never raced the national before, never even been to one, which is, uh, which is crazy. So you did not make the fast 36. You were 37th, uh, .1 off. Um, stressful right then, trying to make no, it? Oh, like,
1: absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because like the biggest, I mean, yeah, I just wanted to get through the first one and get into the race and see where I'm at and see what I'm dealing with, because I've before hangtown i had uh four days uh on the bike since arena cross and we had been on the road for arena cross for uh the, the two months before that so uh-huh. i and we were driving in our van staying in our van from race to race so we're never in road during the weeks so we just raced at the arena cross races <laughs> so i was definitely off the pace um, I mean, uh, it's, it's definitely a shell shock going from Arena cross then to Moto and different suspension, and especially when you're out in Cali right, riding with all the fast dudes trying to get used to the bike again. Yeah. Uh, it's, something, it's something different for sure, but no, uh, we just got through the first one, did pretty good, and we'll just build off of it. So LCQ
0: for you, you managed to win it, though. Uh, you'll forgive me, I didn't watch it. Uh, how'd the LCQ go for you?
1: Uh, pretty good. I mean, yeah. Obviously, when I qualified 37th, I was a really bummed because anything can happen in that LCQ. And I knew yeah. I had speed. Obviously, I was the fastest one going into it. But uh, yeah, I mean, when I I took off, and I think I was running fourth, got up to third, and then passed up to first within the first lap, and then just kind of chilled and ran away with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was it was I had fun for the LCQ. I'm happy. I mean, obviously, nobody wants to go to the LCQ, but it was definitely a benefit for me because I gained some confidence and yeah. actually felt good on the track after that for the motos. Um but for Glen Helen we're definitely gonna just try to not <laughs> have to do the L C Q. Yeah, I mean a win's a win, right? Like it really is. Yeah. Like, yeah it, it, I had yeah. so many people text me be like, dude, you won your very first pro race. I'm <laughs> like, Yeah, I mean it was an lcq but yeah. sure if you want to think about it that way. Right.
0: Um when you're out there in qualifying, uh Who's letting you know where you're at and how you're trying to find out where you're qualifying at? And and do you have to know the process of kind of like what position you are and when to go out and pin it one last time and all of that? Is that stressful?
1: Um... I mean, I know where I should be at. And honestly, just like, because I was in B practice, so I was very first 250 practice. And uh, I hear a lot that you just need to go out and absolutely send it in that first one because the track's smooth and it's not, it's going to get worse for the second one. Yeah. But um, it was really slippery. And they, I didn't think it was very deep, to be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. Like I was sliding everywhere. So I was pretty timid and just rode super tight. Uh, so I didn't do very good in my first one. And I threw down a better lap time in my second one. But the track was so yeah. much slower. Like I qualified, like I think top five in the B practice, the second round. Yep. But so much slower that it didn't help me.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a that's an old story for sure. Yeah. and those people that told you you got to send it early, they were right. Definitely. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and uh, and so how did, did you feel like the LCQ took something out of you for the motos, or were you feeling it? How was your endurance? Um,
1: def. I mean, I think so. I mean, obviously after the first couple practices. Uh, and with the nerves and everything, uh, kind of. And, I mean, the LC, obviously you want to make it through the practice or qualifying and then just rest up for the motos. The first uh, the first moto, was, it wasn't actually pretty good for me, I thought. I stayed pretty solid the whole moto uh, and then dropped off probably about the last three laps, mm-hmm. um, which isn't too terrible. And then the second one, I was ready to go for the second one too, but uh, when I got in that first-term pileup, uh, my bars were kind of tweaked and everything I, I just tried pushing through it but I definitely did not yeah. ride up to my potential on that second one
0: what was your biggest surprise from the weekend first ever pro national what what caught you by surprise
1: um I mean honestly the like kind of how back to back everything is it's pretty quick I mean yeah, it amateurs is.
0: it is <laughs> usually
1: you race once and you wait all day to race again and uh the, the pro stuff definitely back to back but I like it that way I think it's a lot better and uh me being young i mean i'm only 18 uh it kind of gives me a slight advantage against the older guys i think
0: were you in any battles with anybody that you had uh followed as a pro or anything were you uh involved in any of those Um, where you're like holy shit look at me
1: yeah (laughs) yeah and the first one a little bit um i'm not really sure i mean i wasn't really focused on who i was battling Uh with but uh no, I think it'll get better as uh the season goes on and I'll try to do as many as I can and yeah. uh, as many as I can afford.
0: Yeah, what's the plan? What what do you have Glen Helen obviously and then what do you think? Lakewood yeah, or
1: Glen Helen, yeah, Glen Helen and then Colorado. Cause, uh so we've been I mean I've been gone from my house for like uh probably about a month and a half, two months, literally just living out of the van and staying at relatives' house or friends' house or just sleeping in the old Walmart parking lot. Um so we'll go Glen Helen this weekend. Uh, Colorado next weekend, and then we have that off week. We'll be back, we'll head back home, uh, and then kind of reevaluate from there. And I want to make as many as I can, uh, but I know probably for a fact, unless I get a possibility to fly to the races, that there's no way I'll hit all of them because right. that one round that goes way out to Washougal oh, yeah. is ridiculous yeah. for privateers.
0: Yeah. Hey, dude, I did that. I was a privateer mechanic, and I did that drive, but I didn't have to race. But, yeah. I really? used to go to New York to Washougal. Did that for a few years, and uh, not fun. Not fun, by the way. Yeah, no. Um,
1: no. Uh,
0: yeah, it uh, it was something else. Who's with you? Who, who's who been uh, with you the whole time? Uh
1: Jacob Martin uh, okay. is his name. He's uh, a buddy of mine. He's actually one of my biggest sponsor's sons. Um, one of my biggest sponsors right now is Plumbing Plus, uh, and it's actually his son that travels with me. And It's been pretty sweet getting along through it and uh, yep. having him here because he does, he does a pretty dang good job for his age.
0: Yeah, does he know how to work on a bike and stuff and all that?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He, uh. know, he, mean, he knows more than me. He can tear suspension completely apart. He can tear forks down oh. to everything and redo them. And uh, we've been actually having some – motor stuff done so he's torn, torn complete engines apart and I mean I could do everything on my bike that I mean I'd been doing as I travel by myself the yeah. last couple of uh months and everything like or not yeah. months but about the last year. I can do everything but as soon as you get into the engine's kind of where uh that kind of where it gets over my head <laughs> right, so it's nice right. having him here to to help out and yeah he's very intelligent for his age. Uh Kevin
0: Moran's on the FXR Racing Race Tech suspension privateer Island Life. Um hey so when I lived in a van uh usually the plan was uh grab some uh, a buffet somewhere of some sort and uh hit the gym then you could shower at the gym and then you go to sleep in the van. Is that the move for you guys?
1: That's exactly what we do. We actually uh <laughs> since i've been out here in california i went to like la fitness yeah there's a lot of those out here yep. and i just sat down with the dude i'm like honestly <laughs> uh, i mean i'm out here for like two and a half weeks we're sleeping in a van we're here for the pro nationals uh we really just need somewhere to work out and showers yeah. The way you can hook us up and eat the dude hooked us up with uh like a guest pass for the next two weeks and it was pretty sweet oh like for free but yeah no for free yeah oh, sweet. Yeah, man tension pennies it it worked out perfect
0: what uh what kind of van do you have how are you guys sleeping like what's the deal
1: um so we have i actually we got into a it's a a freightliner sprinter 2006 freightliner sprinter okay uh we bought for like super cheap because it was broken down and rusted up so we put a lot of work into it and built it from the ground up uh completely redid the inside to make the living quarters and a wall and then the bikes in the back yeah Um, And the way we have it set up is the bikes barely fit in, like cinched down, and the fenders are almost hitting the wall. Yep. And then we have all the rest of the room for living space. So we got a futon that folds out. Jacob and I sleep on that. And then we got a wall that goes up and then back, and uh, it's got, like, our suitcases, our clothes, water, and, like, a little plug-in refrigerator cooler thing. So it works out good.
0: I, uh, I love it. It's great. That is privateer island life for sure. Um, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: what about the race gas smell? How's that? Is it okay? You got that wall built pretty good? Uh, yeah, it's not too bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we run
1: Renegade, so it's just sitting in the back, and we don't really smell it up here.
0: All right. That's good to know. Uh, why KTM for you? Like, what? Uh, why KTM? Do you have a good uh, dealer, or what's going on with that?
1: No. I mean, so I deal through Cycle Zone uh, back home. It's just like a local KTM shop, like, so for the past four or five years or so, I've been on KTMs, uh, and I, I mean, I really like them, I'm comfortable on them, but there's no real reason why I'm on them. Yeah. I have no factory support or anything like that, Right. and I'm by no means am I against changing bikes, but obviously, as a privateer, you can't just drop everything and buy new bikes because I have parts for KTMs and extra little stuff that, yeah, that's, that's the main reason why I'm on them is because I've been on them for the last four years, I'm comfortable on them, but uh, just waiting for that opportunity, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. It's you know, If you start scoring some points and getting up there, start being friends with the KTM guys, start getting some tear-off stuff or some take-off stuff, you know, that's the plan. Yeah. That's the move.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's the biggest thing for me is, yeah. like, so I, growing up and doing the high school route and everything like that, like, I didn't get to live motocross day in, day out go to all the big nationals and meet all the right people. So that's kind of where I'm struggling right now is a lot of this sports about who you know. So the biggest thing I need to do is just try to meet everybody at the nationals, make good connections, and then uh, prove myself. Yep.
0: No, that's exactly it. So did you ride Paula the other day?
1: Uh, Yeah, we rode Paula yesterday, and then today was Milestone. So
0: are you intimidated out there with all – I mean, it was pretty like a national, right? Everybody's there. Everybody's in town. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, It's gnarly. How is it for you?
1: I'm not so much intimidated. It's just like – so Milestone today actually felt really good, and I was riding with a couple good guys, um, and everybody was there. But, like, at Paula – It's kind of an odd track. Um, It's really it's a lot tighter than I like because I came out here about a year and a half ago. Yep. um, And it was a lot tighter. It's pretty one-lined to be like there's a one main line. Uh huh. Um, So when you got like Baggett and Anderson and Roxon behind you, like, I don't. It's not that I'm worried about them, but I also kind of don't want to be a douche and (laughs) like screw them over. So I kind of pull over a little bit and then you get back in your groove and then all of a sudden you got another one behind you so yeah. it's definitely kind of different and something to get used to i mean i'm from kansas so there's literally nowhere to ride and nobody to ride with so yeah. Yeah. uh definitely kind of a shell shock but that's what i'm here for is to get used to it
0: well, if you see forked or a Bloss at a race do they give you the what's up or do they ignore you
1: uh no they're, they're pretty cool i mean okay. austin's always uh a little bit more busy i think yeah. Uh, but Benny's been pretty cool uh, lately. He's actually been coming over to me and talking to me and just kind of giving me some advice. So oh, sweet. I think it'll turn yeah. into something pretty good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how'd you like arena cross? What'd you think of it? Um, you know, do you think there's a, obviously there's no series officially next year, but I wouldn't be surprised if something starts up. Is that? Do you enjoy that type of racing? Yeah. Or, or, I mean, I watch it on TV I and honestly, it just yeah.
1: I really like it. Yeah. Um, I think I excel at the indoor stuff a little bit more than other riders. Uh-huh. Uh, I think, like, I mean, the majority of motocross people can go out and send it on an outdoor track. But as soon as you get to that uh, technical side of things and, you know, hitting your marks every lap, that's what I'm pretty good at doing. So I feel like I kind of excel at that. And it kind of showed in arena cross. Like, i never even raced arena cross before, uh, especially even at that level. Uh, so coming in and doing as good as I did. Uh, was pretty, I was stoked on it. I was pumped and, uh, got in good with the Fox sports one crew, got some TV time, started to build a name for myself. So it was pretty sweet, honestly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not a bad idea. To, and, and especially like if the, if you run the lights class, you know, you can get some exposure right away and, and, uh, yeah. get your feet wet and you can ride the same bike in the, uh, in the pro class. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it was cool. The, uh, the, the you still wear Lea gear?
1: Uh, yeah, right now. Okay, yep.
0: so how'd that come about? That's a little different.
1: Honestly, so shockingly, <laughs> the way that started, Yeah. like two years ago, like I had never really had a gear deal. Like I, I like never had really anything. I just kind of ran what I had and, and just did what I could do with it. You know what I mean? So then about two years ago, we were going to Loretta's and everything about every year. Um, and Liette actually DM me on Instagram, and that's how that started. Oh, wow. Pretty cool. That's yeah, all right. It was, it was pretty cool. So and that's been pretty much um, what I've had the last couple of years. And I don't know. We'll see where it goes from here or what uh, what I get offered this year from other people.
0: Yeah, I know. That's, uh, that's uh, cool. It's nice of them to do that. You know what I mean? You don't see a ton of it yeah, out there, been, but, you know.
1: Yeah. And that's honestly, I love it because, I mean, their gear and their everything they have is super comfortable, and it's great equipment. They have a lot of technology behind it, so I'm pumped to be a part of their program, and um, I'm excited to see what the future holds. Yeah,
0: absolutely. What who else helps you out? Who else is a big part of your program?
1: Um, I mean, there's a lot of local people, to be honest. Like, uh, I mean, so Guts Racing helps me out quite a bit. Um, Obviously, the Plumbing Plus and Cyclozone with the local people. Um, Like Rhino Power helps me out. (laughs) there's like FMF helps me out a little bit Um, cool there's nothing like I mean there's no like
0: massive sponsor serious (laughs) stuff yeah yeah, yeah. nothing
1: like factory but they're discounts and everything and helps me get get through instead of having to pay full price for everything so yeah yeah. um i don't know i mean that's the plan here is to make a name for myself did pretty good in arena cross and it's um, my plan is to you know carry it over into outdoors continue getting better results and uh, hopefully get some better deals for next year
0: so how are the race tech guys with you just working and living out their shop how's that been going
1: oh yeah and race tech for sure yeah i mean uh yeah, they've been that's been huge for me because uh, not really having anybody out here. Uh-huh. We like Decker Suspension helped us back home because uh, they deal with race tech as well. But yeah. like being gone every single weekend in a different state, different city, mm-hmm. uh, you get kind of lost because you don't have those same people there to help you like that I had back home. So. For them to take me in like that and help me out, uh, it's been huge, and they, the stuff I'm running from them has been working for me, so I guess I'm pumped. you're
0: getting prime testing chances, too, right? Like, if you want to change something, yeah, no problem, they'll do it right there for you.
1: Exactly. I know. They've been taking care of me, so, uh, yeah, Racetech's definitely a, a great great people to have behind me, and uh look forward to see what we can do in the future.
0: Are you getting along okay with the Air Forks? With who? With the Air Forks on the KTM? the wp
1: No, we uh we got we got wp stuff so that's uh not stock oh, okay. forks yeah. and yep, yep. stuff we run it we we ran last year uh the stock forks but we ended up getting the the spring conversion kits ah, that's what yeah, we were told yeah. to do yep. just cuz they're more consistent
0: yeah they kind of are right i mean I, most people like them better the, if you got to run air the wp stuff's not bad but uh yeah a lot of guys run spring
1: yeah for sure
0: um hey so you've been riding at glen helen a little bit right i would guess
1: yeah, we rode. Well, we rode there once. I okay. think it was not last Thursday, but the Thursday before that. Yeah, I
0: think. dude, it is a locals-only kind of track. What's your dude, thoughts I on Glen Helen? I've been
1: hearing. <laughs> That's what I've been hearing. Like, I talked to Benny, and Benny was like, "Yeah," because uh, I was sitting here, like Nick Peterson, Benny, and uh, I. We all went to lunch the other day, and yeah, he was like, "You know, Glenn Helen's honestly like the hardest one to qualify for." Yeah, and me and Nick were like, "Why? What do you mean?" He's like, dude, the locals out there. Freaking shred. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's what I was kinda of going with you. I'm warning you a little bit. Uh a little bit of a warning, Kevin. <laughs> like be prepared, man, because it's just everyone goes there a lot. The SoCal guys don't do all the series, but they'll be racing and yeah, man, like it's it's pretty gnarly.
1: Yeah. So. I can only imagine. So I'm pumped for it though. So that's be- what we're here to do. There's no reason to be intimidated.
0: No, no, absolutely not. Uh Kevin Moran's on the uh FXR racing race tech suspension. Privateer Island uh, Life podcast. Uh, This is number 49 in the series. Pulpamex30 at fxrracing.com to uh, help you out. They uh, got a number of privateers running uh, their gear. And also to racetech.com. We love these guys as well. Spring Conversions, same as what Kevin has. You can get those for your air forks as well. And uh, please check them out and we thank those companies uh, behind us. Kevin, this is something I ask a lot of guys on this podcast show. Obviously, the answer is a money tree. uh, That would help you the most. But what else would you would be a lot of helpful for you, like um, in in your privateer uh, uh, travels? What, what would help you a lot?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, obviously the money situation is kind of the what kind of guards people from doing the whole series every privateer. So that's a, probably one of the biggest things. But the other than that, is just uh, you know connections. You know, I, I need to right meet the right people, and uh, if anybody can help me out with anything, you know. I mean, as a privateer, anything is greatly appreciated. It all adds yeah. up and everything. Yeah. So, uh, no, nope, it's all good, and we're just going to keep getting by with what we can do and uh, see where it takes us.
0: Yeah, you can't say money. That's the thing. Everyone will say a money tree. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, exactly.
0: Uh, what the, Are you paying your buddy to help out? Is, that, is he making anything, or is he just living off peanut butter sandwiches?
1: No, <laughs> I mean, I'd pay for uh, all of his living expenses and everything like that, but... Uh, he's definitely a young kid, and yeah. uh, he's, like his kind of goal is to become a professional mechanic out of it, and obviously huh. I'm ready to be a professional motocross racer, so it yeah. uh, gets him experience and me experience, and uh, yeah, his dad helps us out and everything like that, so it's, yeah. a, it's a great deal for me instead of traveling alone.
0: Well, I was a mechanic for 11 years, so I can vouch for living that dream.
1: Just <laughs> yeah. Just just t-
0: yeah. tell them to live out of a gear bag and do whatever and just work your balls off. That's the only advice I can give anybody. Be be cool. <laughs> yep. Be cool, work your balls off and be prepared to live out of a gear bag. That's
1: Yeah. That's, definitely. Know, that's, he's a he's a trooper.
0: Right, right, right. Uh who were your rivals growing up in amateurs? Do you have anybody? Uh, obviously you're talking about Benny and, mm. and Forkner, or is it those guys or
1: uh, no, not really. Benny was always a little bit older than me, and I mean, Austin's older than me too. Uh, I think the only time we ever really raced was uh, on super minis. But uh, I mean, I don't. I mean, all the rivals I've had were the factory kids that I was finishing right behind at Loretta's. Uh, so that'd be like Falk and you know Jordan Bailey and yep. Pennington, and all oh, I mean, I could go down the list. Right, you know? right,
0: right. Yeah, it uh, it, it is kind of weird. Kids sometimes kids get in the system and they. They kind of get really good rides, and I'm not saying that any of those guys you mentioned, but it's weird how that works. Like, if you get chosen at an early age, you're the chosen one for a while, you know?
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, it's honestly, I mean, that's what, and that's another thing that kind of hurt me is I didn't going through public high school, which I wouldn't change it for anything. I mean, I can actually, I have good social and communication skills and anything like that, and it taught me a lot. And I respect the hell out of money. Like, I know what yeah, a dollar yeah. costs. instead Because <laughs> right, right. I kind of grew up in a, a family that lived paycheck to paycheck, and we just couldn't really afford to do all the things that a lot of kids do nowadays. So, uh, I definitely understand all of that, and I have a good background. I mean, played varsity football all four years, so uh, it's definitely... A cool experience now. Like I'm not right. burnt out, as I guess is what I'm saying. I'm yep, I'm ready yep. for this, and I'm finally starting to take it serious, and uh, ready to take it somewhere.
0: Who was some of the guys you looked up to when you were a kid, pro riders, or, uh, You know, growing up. Um,
1: uh, there's a lot of local people. Honestly, like the goalies uh, looked up to them, and then all the I mean, obviously all the big pro guys like Kennard and uh, yep. Ricky Carmichael and right, people right. like that. So, oh, cool. but uh, yeah. no, I mean it's been pretty sweet.
0: Uh, yeah it t- sounds like it man and and, and treasure these years uh, they 're pretty cool and these experiences and everything else you 're chasing the dream and I think a lot of people you know would want to do that at one point or another and give it a shot you know so um, hey, uh, thanks for your time on the FXr racing race Tech suspension privateer island podcast. If I see you this weekend i'll uh, i 'll come find you thanks for the time. Good luck with everything man. you sound like a, a cool kid and uh, i 'll be watching for you man hopefully you can get up there start start scoring some points.
1: Absolutely. Top 20s are definitely the goal. Yeah. So, But, no, thank you for, for having me on here. And, uh, yeah, for sure, I'm pumped to see where it takes me.
0: Awesome, man. Thanks for the time.
1: Absolutely. Thank you.